I refuse to believe that women's lives just end when we all eventually go through menopause. So, you know, time is going to pass anyways, and we get to choose how we want to feel. And making our health a priority and supporting our hormones has so much impact on not just how we feel today, but also our longevity. Hello, welcome to Monetizing Mompreneurs podcast, where I take you behind the scenes with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, moms, working professionals, and amazing people pursuing their passions and going for their dreams. And I'm your host, Linda Mendable. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, you're going to basically be listening to the Monetizing Entrepreneur Summit. You're going to be listening to one of our speakers, and you're absolutely going to get some great, great takeaways. We had the Monetizing Entrepreneurs Summit this past June 7th through the 9th, and it was such an amazing experience. I was so blessed to have Cassie as my coworker. So I hope that you guys enjoy, uh, excuse me, enjoy, and uh, I'll see you on the next one. I want to introduce you guys to our next speaker, Miss Rachel Hopner. What a beautiful smile and face you have. So welcome. But Rachel Hopner is a, you guys, she is a holistic nutritionist integrative nutrition health coach. Oh my gosh, how much we need you, Rachel. And women's and women's health hormone and fertility specialist. Woo, that is a hot topic right now. Um, Rachel has dedicated her life and practice to helping women heal their hormones so they can look and feel their absolute best. That is so good. Rachel's goal for the summit is to show female entrepreneurs how to live in harmony with their hormones and harness their cycles as a superpower to achieve new heights in their business. Woo, Rachel, welcome. Uh, this, this topic is, I believe it's absolutely crucial. I have hired a fertility coach in my own life um, to help me. And I she educated me and she taught me so much. So Welcome. We are so excited to have you. Oh, thank you. What a warm welcome. I really appreciate it. And I'm so glad to be here. Any opportunity that I get to talk about my favorite topics, I will take it. Um, so I can't wait to dive in. Yeah. And I think you do have a share, share access. I know Joy was able to. So awesome. have at it, my friend. Perfect. Okay. Let me share and present. Hopefully this works and you can see my screen. Mm -hmm. Yep, perfect. All right, well, hi everyone. I am so excited to be here. And my goal today is to teach you how to harness your cycle as your superpower. So if I am new to you, I'm so glad to be here. So glad to meet you. My name is Rach. I am a certified holistic nutritionist. I specialize in women's health, hormones, and fertility. I'm also an integrative nutrition health coach. My goal is to be your health and hormone bestie. And I am the CEO and founder of Real Health with Rach. So that's just a little bit about me. But if you are new to me or my community, I want to start with my story because I think health is very personal. And we all have a story when it comes to our health. And my story 
is what inspired me to become a nutritionist and start my practice and do the work that I do now. So I spent a decade-long battle with hormonal birth control, undiagnosed PCOS, and hypothyroidism, severe cystic acne, constant weight gain, chronic fatigue, and poor mental health. And it was once I adopted and made hormone healing the top priority in my health journey that my body was finally able to heal after years of fighting my hormones, after years of thinking my hormones were the problem and something I needed to try to get rid of or suppress, it was once I actually became best friends with them that my body was finally able to look and feel her absolute best. And that's what I want to teach you today is understanding that our cycle is a gift and something that can truly be a superpower for us as women, whether it's in business, in life, as parents, whatever that looks like to you, it is so powerful to work with our natural rhythm than trying to work against it. And so I'm excited to help you learn how to do that today. Anytime I talk about cycle health or cycle syncing or being able to leverage your cycle as a superpower, it's so important to me that I give you a very quick biology lesson so that you understand your hormones, because the reality is that most of us never get the sex ed that we actually needed in school. This is so much more than what is a period and here's how to use a tampon. The hormones that are at play during your menstrual cycle that we're going to talk about today are FSH, which is your follicle stimulating hormone, LH, which is your luteinizing hormone, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. And these hormones fluctuate throughout the month on a schedule known as your infradian rhythm. That is your 28-day cycle as a woman. Most people have heard of your circadian rhythm. That is a 24-hour cycle. But women have an additional rhythm that I don't think we talk about nearly enough or understand what it means for us at every phase during the month. So I want to walk you through the phases of your cycle first. If this is new to you, which is okay, I will be honest, I did not know this for my teens at all and the better part of my 20s. So regardless of how old you are, I think we are never too old to understand how our bodies actually work. And then knowing that is what then allows us to fully understand how to use it to our advantage. So your cycle is four phases. The first phase of your cycle is your menstrual phase. This starts day one of your period. What this means is that an egg was not fertilized in your last cycle, and your uterus is shedding its lining to then prepare for the cycle ahead. During your period, your hormones are at their lowest point, which means that your energy may be low as well. For most women, the menstrual phase lasts anywhere from three to seven days. The second phase of your cycle is called your follicular phase. So your follicular phase is the first half of your cycle. It starts on day one and runs until ovulation. And so during the first half of your cycle, your body is building your hormones for ovulation. This means estrogen and testosterone are beginning to rise, which leads to that midpoint of your cycle. And your body is building a new uterine lining for the preparation for ovulation and the release of an egg. Now, the midpoint of your cycle and the shortest phase is ovulation itself. 
This happens typically for most women at the midpoint. So if you have a 30-day cycle, you're typically going to be ovulating around day 15. And ovulation is only 24 hours. This is a big misconception that I had for a long time when I took hormonal birth control is that you could get pregnant any day of the month. But when your egg is released, it's only viable for 24 hours before it dissolves. So this is the shortest phase of the form. Now, your estrogen and your testosterone are high and actually peak. There's a little bit of a spike that actually triggers ovulation for LH and FSH, and you'll see a visual of that next. And your progesterone actually peaks after ovulation because progesterone is created by ovulation itself. So your energy may be high, your libido is high, this is your biological incentive to be reproductive, and this is when you can become pregnant. Now, assuming that you do not become pregnant during this cycle, you would enter the fourth and final phase, which is your luteal phase. This is when your body is starting to get signals that you did not become pregnant, and it is time to wind down your hormones for this cycle in preparation for your next period. Now, as your hormones decline during this phase is when you can start to experience fatigue, low energy, or other symptoms of PMS. And then your cycle starts over again on day one with the beginning of your next period. So here is a quick cheat sheet for you on cycle length, just to understand at a quick glance everything that I just covered. A normal cycle can be anywhere from 25 to 35 days. If you fall outside of that range, it would be considered irregular and would warrant additional investigation of why your cycle is so short or so long. Your menstrual phase is when you are actively bleeding and it can be anywhere from three to seven days. If you are shorter than three days, irregular, longer than seven days, also irregular and would worth being investigated. Your follicular phase starts when your period starts and runs through ovulation, which for most women would be anywhere between days 14 and 16. So your actual number of days may vary. Ovulation is your shortest phase. It is one day, and that is the day you actually ovulate. So again, that's going to vary from person to person. You might be a little earlier or a little later. And then your luteal phase runs from ovulation to your next period. Fun fact, 90% of women have a luteal phase that is exactly 14 days long. Unless you have some type of luteal phase dysfunction, it takes about two weeks for the hormones from ovulation to metabolize out of your system to get your next period started. So just a quick cheat sheet here for you. I did see a chat come in and I'm gonna answer questions for you guys towards the end. So I'll make sure I get to all of your questions. Keep dropping them in the chat as we go. Now, if you're a visual learner like I am, I think this is a great visual representation of what's happening during your cycle. Up at the top, you can see a beautiful flowing chart of your hormones. They are these beautiful flowing waves. And you can see the spike from FSH and LH right before ovulation occurs. And you can see the spike from progesterone after ovulation takes place. It's also showing you what is happening there with your ovary actually growing and maturing an egg within a follicle that then bursts open as the egg is released and what is happening there with your uterine lining. So I'm a very visual learner and being able to see these beautiful fluctuations of our hormones during our cycle, I think is really powerful. Now, every time I talk about this, I want to like just talk about what cycle thinking is. You're gonna hear me say that a lot and that might be a term that is new for you. So if you saw in that last graphic, 
your hormones change at each one of those phases. They are not a flat line. Men's hormones are more of a flat line, but our hormones have different needs at each phase of our cycle. And this is nutritional, movement, resting, and working, which is what we're going to talk the most about today. And the reality is that our society is set up around men's hormones, which asks us as women to work, move, eat, live almost the same way every single day. Because men's hormones follow a 24-hour cycle. They don't follow a 28-day cycle. And so when we as women try to force ourselves into a box that was created for men, things start to come off the rails because we don't live, work, move, eat, all of those things the same way. Our body has different needs and most of us aren't using that to our advantage. And that's exactly what cycles thinking is. This is the art of working with your hormones and your cycle to harness it as a superpower and get the best bang for your buck. Instead of trying to force yourself to do things that feel really hard at a certain time of the month, we can optimize when you're doing things and understanding why we're doing that optimization so that you not only feel better, but also have better outcomes in your business, life, parenting, whatever that is for you. And I like to use the frame of reference as we move through today of the seasons. I think mother nature is incredibly wise and it is not on accident that our hormones mimic a natural cycle created by nature. So when you think about your cycle, I want you to think about the four seasons. Your menstrual phase is winter, follicular phase is spring, ovulation is summer, and luteal phase is fall. And your body is moving through this annual cycle on a monthly basis. So when we think about winter, we think about less sunlight, being less active, spending more time inside, wanting more warm foods, being cozy. And we think about summer, spending more time outside, being more active, eating more fresh foods, more raw foods, all of those things. So I think there's a lot of innate wisdom that comes from nature. And I'll be using this as a frame of reference as we move through the content. Now, I do want to take a moment to talk about hormonal birth control because this was a big part of my story. I used the hormonal birth control pill for 12 years. And during that 12 years, I never actually understood how it worked. So hormonal birth control in any form, it doesn't matter if it's a pill, a shot, a ring, whatever that is, works by shutting down ovulation. This means an egg is not matured and not released, which prevents pregnancy because if you don't ovulate, you cannot become pregnant. But as a result of this, you do not have a cycle. You do not experience the four phases of your cycle that I talked about today. The period that you experience is a medically engineered withdrawal bleed that was only programmed to give women a visual reminder that they were not pregnant. It is not a period because in order to have a period, you need to have ovulated. And this was a huge misconception I had because I had a very irregular period and I was put on birth control. I was like, oh my God, my period is regular. Everything is great. And all it is, is a band-aid. I don't like using the term hormonal birth control. In my practice, I actually refer to it as a medicated menopause because that's exactly what it is. The only other women on earth that are not ovulating are either women that are prepubescent or women that are in menopause. And since we've all already gone through periods, through puberty, 
we are in a medicated menopause state and our hormones end up looking more like men's. They become flatlined because ovulation is the sun that everything else in our body revolves around. So without having a productive cycle, you don't experience the other three phases or a total of four during your cycle. But that's okay. This is not the end of the world. Because if you are not ovulating for whatever reason, it could be a result of menopause, hysterectomy, or birth control, I recommend that using all of my recommendations today, using the phases of the moon as your anchor point. So your cycle will begin with the new moon and your ovulation would take place with the full moon. And then your next cycle would begin with the next new moon. Now, this is a very primitive type of cycling that women used to do because when we did not have 24-hour access to light, the only light we had was the sun and moon. And when it was a new moon, it was significantly darker, which meant that humans were less active, i.e. lower chance of becoming pregnant. Full moon meant humans were more active, i.e. greater chance of becoming pregnant because we're more active at night. So remember that you can still implement all of my recommendations today and get more in touch with your body, with your hormones, with your femininity, and being able to use the moon as your anchor point. The last thing I want to touch on before we get into all the good juicy stuff is period products, because I would be remiss if I did not have a shameless plug here on the importance of the products you are using during your period because the quality of these products has a huge impact on your hormones because chemicals and toxic ingredients in conventional period products are absorbed into your bloodstream through your skin. This goes for pads and tampons. So I highly recommend that you ditch conventional period products and opt for organic, 100% cotton, unbleached, fragrance-free period products. And I have some of my favorite options for you here when it comes to pads, tampons, or menstrual cups that are 100% silicone. So they don't leach anything into your bloodstream. Now let's get into the good stuff. Now that you've got all of the prep on where we're going today, we are gonna be talking about how to work during your cycle to maximize your productivity and live in harmony with your hormones. So I am an entrepreneur, entrepreneur myself. I spent 10 years in corporate America previously, and I know all too well how easy it is to prioritize the needs of everybody else above yourself. But when you make yourself the last priority, it leads to a worsening of your health which means it leads to a worsening of results in your business and negatively impacts other areas of your life, like your family, friends, parenting. So when you are healthy, you're rested, you're nourished, and you're taking care of yourself physically and mentally, not only are you going to be able to produce better outcomes in your business, you're also going to be able to show up better for yourself, for your friends, your spouses, and for your children. And one of the top things that I see and treat in my practice is adrenal fatigue and burnout. And I can promise you for a fact that if you do not prioritize your health and set boundaries to make that a priority, the day will come where your body will make the decision for you by starting to shut down and experience greater dysfunction. So don't take this lightly. It's not like a consequence that may or may not happen. It's really not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So I take this very seriously for my own health, my own life, and with my clients. 
And we're going to go through each of the four phases of your cycle and how you can optimize the way that you work during each of those, starting with your menstrual phase. Now, a quick note here, because this question inevitably comes up when I talk about periods. If you're experiencing period-related symptoms like fatigue, cramping, bloating, headaches, nausea, those symptoms are common, but they are not normal. Those are signals that your body is using to get your attention and let you know that something is out of whack. So I think in our society, we normalize, oh, I'm just PMSing. Oh, I'm just experiencing XYZ. Oh, she's just on her period. And we normalize and try to explain it away. And it is not normal. Just because it is common does not mean you should be experiencing it. And it's your body's way of sending you check engine lights to say something is going on here. And that's what I didn't realize when I was 15 and struggling with all of those issues. And to be honest, my doctor never bothered to look. So listen to those signals, listen to what your body is telling you and know that there might need to be some additional investigation. So that aside, your menstrual phase is a great time to focus on clearing out your to-do list and low effort tasks and for you to get organized ahead of the new month. So I recommend dedicating some time to rearranging or simplifying. Maybe it's physical, removing unnecessary clutter that is in your space or in your work area, or establishing some new systems for organization that are going to help you be more productive in the month ahead. Your body's going through a type of cleansing. Your period is an actual withdrawal of hormones, an actual, you know, excrement of the uterine lining that you no longer needed from the previous cycle. And so we can do a little bit of that internal and external cleansing. This can have a physical and mental impact on you. So this might not be when you're feeling your most energized, you're not feeling your most extroverted. It's a really good time to focus on the inner work, the emotional work, and maybe dedicating time to self-development, self-improvement, or mindfulness. In my business, I try to avoid doing my highest energy or highest output work on my period. It's a great time to get myself ready for the month ahead. As your period ends and you move into the larger section of your follicular phase, this is where you should start to feel more energized and inspired as your hormones begin to rise and you prepare for ovulation. This is when your creative juices are flowing. So if you can, this is a wonderful time to dedicate time and space to dreaming up new ideas, new content, new programs, new offers for your business. And maybe you even specifically carve out time in your schedule to work in a place that inspires you. That place for me is a coffee shop. So I will try to schedule some time to go to a coffee shop for a few hours to brainstorm my next project or work on content creation or do the tasks that I didn't feel excited or energized to do when I was on my period. Um, this is also a good time to start dealing with those tasks that require more time, energy, or critical thinking from you. So if you have a really big decision to make in your business, I would not make that decision when you are on your period because you're not operating at 100% capacity during that time. Even if your periods are symptom-free, your body is focusing on that withdrawal and that inflammatory response that your period causes. Now, as you enter your ovulatory phase, this is your shortest phase, but also your most powerful phase. 
And I say that your ovulation window starts about three to four days before you actually ovulate and can go one to two days after ovulation occurs for a total of anywhere of maybe four up to seven days, because this is when your frisky, sexy hormones reach their peak. This makes you more extroverted, more confident, and more comfortable in your own skin. A fun fact for you, your bone structure and facial shape changes by about 10% when you are ovulating. Your cheekbones get higher, your eyes get a little bit bigger, and you become more attractive because that's how you, in a primitive sense, would attract a mate. This is a wonderful time to launch a new program, put out a new offer, put yourself in front of an audience, schedule that talk, that presentation, or maybe a big pitch in your business. So not only are you going to have this natural glow, but we also emit stronger pheromones during ovulation, which makes you more appealing to others, especially if you can be in person. And this goes for both men and women. We sense pheromones on a subconscious level. They are stronger between men and women, but women also sense the pheromones of others when we look for leadership. So a lot of societies have matriarchal structures and women look to other women as leaders when they are ovulating because of these pheromones. So this is a really powerful tool that we can use in our businesses. And if you follow me or you watch me on social media, if we connect after this, I try to always plan my launches around my ovulation because I feel the most energized and I'm exuding more glow and confidence when I show up and talk to people. If you are interviewing for a job and you have say over it, this is a great time to schedule those things, whether it's booking a new client, interviewing for a job, or just trying to maximize the potential for a launch. This is the perfect time to do so. So if you don't know when you're ovulating, this is something that is important to get clear on. If you started your period a week ago, you're a week into your follicular phase, you'll probably be ovulating anywhere from seven to 10 days from now. If you are an ovulating woman, know when that is and harness that to be a part of your strategy for your business instead of just mindlessly launching if that's something that's a part of your business or trying to book clients willy-nilly when you might be able to have control over it to maximize your outcomes. The fourth and final phase of your cycle is your luteal phase. Now, for most women, this is the longest phase, averaging about two weeks. And you may feel more energized and extroverted in the first week than you do in the second week. So we have early luteal phase and late luteal phase. So as your hormones start to decline during your luteal phase, you may become more and more introverted. You may have a less energy to do some of those tasks that are more demanding of you. You may not feel like socializing or putting yourself out there or even being on camera, whether it's social media or if you do any type of work online. And that is okay. You do not have to show up in your business the exact same way every single day of the month to be successful. So if you have control over it, Avoid scheduling large events or engagement in that late luteal phase or on your period if you know that that's when you don't feel your best. Maybe your energy is a little bit lower. Maybe you're more fatigued. Maybe you just had a big launch and you need some time to allow your body to recover. If you do have profound changes to make in your business, this is the time I recommend that you do it. Whether it's business or personal, your luteal phase is a great time for self-reflection. Your sexy, frisky, extroverted hormones have weaned their way out of your system. 
and you're getting into a more introverted space that is absolutely going to benefit you when it comes to decision making. So maybe you carve out some time to do self-reflection. Maybe you do a monthly debrief of your business during this time to say, hey, what worked really well? What didn't work well in the last month of my business? And what changes do I want to make? I think this is also a really great strategy for parents too, of honor yourself, honor your energy and the fluctuations throughout the month to know that it's okay if you show up differently for your family in different ways during the month. If you have a huge vacation that you want to go on, doing it on your period may not yield as much energy or as excitement as if you have the ability to do it when you are in your follicular phase, ovulating, or early luteal phase. So how do you use this? I threw a lot at you in a very short amount of time because I have a lot to say. But as you leave this summit, my challenge to you is to think of one specific action that you want to take that would allow you to feel more connected to your cycle, in your business, your relationship with yourself, in your relationship with others. And there's no right or wrong answer. Everyone is unique, so listen to your body. Start experimenting and see how you feel and iterate on it as you go. My goal is to give you some recommendations and places to start with that you can take and make your own. And a quick note here for uh, women on hormonal birth control, because I did give this disclaimer every time I talk about this, that if my story or today's talk is inspiring you or getting you excited to come off hormonal birth control if you're on it, I want to have a caveat here. I do not recommend that you discontinue use of hormonal birth control cold turkey without the support of a provider and a plan in place to detox from the synthetic hormones, be able to rebalance your cycle naturally, and make sure that if there are underlying hormonal imbalances, you get ahead of them. So immediate discontinuation of hormonal birth control can lead to rebound symptoms and post-birth control syndrome. So if you have questions about birth control detoxing, reach out to me. Um, I'm at, on Instagram at Real Health with Rage, but I always put this disclaimer here because I'm glad if I'm getting you excited about being able to harness your cycle and live in harmony with her, um, but I don't want you to inevitably make yourself feel worse by not doing things the right way. So if you want some more as we wrap up today, I have an entire masterclass on cycle syncing where I dive deeper into nutritional and movement recommendations. So if you are a VIP for the summit, you are automatically getting access to that masterclass. If you want access to that masterclass and you upgrade to a VIP, you will get access to that as one of the many bonuses as a part of this incredible summit. And if you loved learning about hormone and cycle health today, but you don't know the next best step to take, I have a free hormone imbalance assessment that you can take that helps you to understand what's going on with your hormones, where your symptoms are coming from, and what systems they are connected to. So I will drop the link for that in the chat if you want to grab it. It's a free download. It is also through my link in bio on Instagram. I'd love to stay connected with you on social. I am at Real Health with Rach across all platforms, and I am most active on Instagram if you want to find me over there. With that, I will open it up to questions. I've seen a bunch come in the chat. So I will pull that up and I wanna be cognizant of time here too. I don't wanna to go too far over, but I do have some questions here I wanna get through and I will drop the link here for you. Um, oh, I didn't mean to send that to you directly, Cassie. Send it to everyone. Here's the link if you want to get my free hormonal imbalances assessment. All right. Some questions. Okay, number one, my cycle ranges from 21 to 27 days. How do I figure out what phase of my cycle I'm in? Yeah, that's a great question. The first thing I would say is 
your body's sending you some signals that something is out of whack if your cycle is varying that much in length. At most, your cycle should vary two days. So you could be between 28 and 30 or 30 and 32. Anywhere outside of that range, if you're having that much variability, it tells me that something is going on with your hormones. I do functional lab testing in my practice. Like that is my bread and butter to dig into those issues. But if you're not sure what phase you're in, you always know when you're on your menstrual phase because you have an active reminder, you are bleeding and you can track ovulation at home. You might have some cycles right now where you're not ovulating as to why some of them are shorter and some of them are longer, but you know when you're on your period and then you can track when ovulation is to say, okay, my period started this day. I was on it for three to four days. Here's when I know I ovulated. So every day before that was follicular and every day after that is luteal until your next period arrives. But I would recommend diving deeper into that. Um, yeah, Cassie, yeah, cycle syncing, the art of working in harmony with your cycle. Yes, it's so powerful. Um, I, I love your comment here, Joy. Yes, medicated menopause. I feel very, very strongly about that. If the branding for hormonal birth control was marketing it as a medicated menopause, I think we would have significantly lower adoption rates. Um, and I do not think that it is the way that women actually learn how their bodies work. Um, I took it for over 12 years and never really got educated on what was happening in my body or the fact that my acne, irregular periods, weight gain, chronic fatigue were all check engine lights that something was going on. Um, and there is hope. There is so much hope. You know, I got into this line of work selfishly just to heal my own body because I was very underserved by conventional Western medicine. And every time I went to the doctor, I was just given another prescription and they weren't fixing me. I wasn't any better. And when I started healing my own body is when people started asking me, well, what are you doing? How can I do it? Can you help me? Um, so I feel very lucky that I get to do this day in and day out now because it's the best job in the whole world. Um, yeah, I love it. Okay. Oh, another question. Um, okay. I think if I go to my OBGYN, he would just recommend that I go on hormonal birth control. What else can I do here with these varying cycles? They can usually be as short as 18 days or as long as 45. Yeah, so you're so right. When I went to my OBGYN at 15 with my mom saying, I'm having a period once every three months, my skin looks like, you know, volcanoes are exploding on it and I'm gaining five to 10 pounds a year, no matter what I do, I was immediately given a prescription and sent on my merry way. So my best recommendation to you is, Find a provider that will listen. You're welcome to connect with me if you would like to. I do functional lab testing in my practice. And a lot of people don't know that blood testing for hormones is the least accurate way to test our sex hormones. And we should really be testing them with urine, which is the most sensitive. So if you've had lab work done before and you were told everything was normal, they might not have been testing the right things or testing them in the right way. So that's a big caveat I put to when someone's like, well, my doctor told me my labs were normal and they couldn't help me. Um, I don't buy that because if you have symptoms, your body is telling you something is not normal and you know your body way better than anyone else. Um, so feel free if you would like to send me a DM on Instagram at Real Health with Rach um, and we can talk more about um, your situation, lab testing, any questions that you have. And yeah, the urine testing for hormones is done at home in the privacy of your own home and bathroom, which makes it even better. Um, yeah, wonderful, wonderful questions. I don't know if there are any other questions that anyone has. Um, I really appreciate you giving me some extra time and letting me run a little over um, because yeah, I can talk no, about this, this is, all day long. I, I think that 
I'm you've, I'm so, so absolutely sold on you, Rachel, because of my own fertility issues and being on. And this is such a modern thing that we need to be talking about, especially with this generation who has been on this all of our lives and been told this is normal. Uh, you are, it's a beautiful thing. So I have a question. We were just talking with Joy about, and thanks everybody for your questions. Um, we have just a, a little bit more before, so if you do have anything, a little bit more before our next speaker, Kristen, comes on. But so we were just talking, uh, Rachel, about calendars and you sync. sounds like you might be syncing your calendar with your schedule, but, but that's going to look at a little bit different if we're going from the first to the 31st, yeah. then how do you, what is your, my question let me, is how does your calendar look if you're phase that you're going to be working through, what would that look like? Would you start your calendar on a certain cycle? Hmm. Yeah, great question. So the way I set up my calendar is I have a calendar block that tells me the number of days in each of my phases. So like as someone with PCOS, I struggled for years with irregular cycles. 28 days, 45 days, 33 days, 54 days. And I'm really lucky now that I'm like 32 to 33 days on the dot. So I put calendar blocks in my like virtual, like Google calendar and Apple calendar that are like show is free. So it doesn't, you know, mess up my scheduling. That's like, here are my period days. And then the next one, here are my follicular phase days. Here are my ovulation phase days. Here are my luteal phase days. So that I have that reminder when I'm looking at my calendar for the month ahead, the quarter ahead, even the year ahead, it's very easy once you know your cycle and it can take some time to track and get good at it. Give yourself grace, know that it's not going to be perfect right out of the gate, but I have those type of blocks on my calendars so that if I'm like, oh, I really want to launch this in July, what days would be best? Because I don't want to accidentally schedule and then start to do a, a ramp, a launch ramp. And then find out, oh crap, the day that I chose to launch, I'm going to be on my period. And I know that I'm going to just be a little more fatigued. I'm going to want to rest more. I might not want to show up on camera. I have those blocks in my calendar for some visual reminders that make it really easy. Cause you're right. We still have the logical, you know, 365 day calendar. And we're not all on the same cycle, but you can go in and start to get creative for yourself as you start to build out your month, your quarter and your year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we would need, so there's phases there. So if you're not in, if you don't know yet and you're all over the place, then you want to get that under control. We want to study because there are these four, you know, seasons in a sense. And so you want to be able to know that if you are in that phase and be able to understand, it's like a lot like budgeting and making sure and understanding when you're, when to set up those dates and times. And then be able to execute it with your business and launching things uh, or whatever it may be, seeing clients. Uh, and so then you would go in. I'm like, I use Acuity for my scheduler. So um, even maybe I don't want to see clients as I'm setting up my 90-day schedule. I'm not going to schedule clients in this time. Or yeah, I really, that's so, that's so good. Yeah. Rachel. yeah I just think awareness helps us to take better action. And the issue that I see is that we don't have awareness. A lot of women don't track their cycle. They don't even know what the phases of their cycle are. And we live in a patriarchal world that was set up and designed for men's hormones. 
and just designed to work the same way every day, do the same thing, do the same workout, eat the same food. And that's where I see, like, I burned myself out really bad trying to do the same work every day, the same workout every day, eat the same food every day. And I was like, what the heck? Why am I still fatigued? Why am I still gaining weight? Why am I still anxious and stressed or depressed or whatever that is? And it's because I was trying to fit into a box that was made for somebody else. And so I think giving ourselves permission to realize that like, this is a gift that we have. Men do not have a time of the month where their hormones are elevated and they are more attractive. They are more energized. They are more productive. That doesn't exist for them. They have pretty much like a flat line, very similar, unfortunately, to women that are on birth control. Is we take away that superpower that women has to be able to ebb and flow with our hormones by introducing synthetic hormones that basically just turn us into women on menopause, um, regardless of age. That's right. As I was working on in corporate and I was a single mom. And so this would be for some of the women who are going to see this, you um, may, you know, not be able to, or you really need to read grace, <laughs> grace in this time. If you are a single mom, if you are not a single mom, but you are working that hectic race in corporate or nine to five, where you are on a man's clock, um, and yet you've, and you still have to show up, but you're in these phases of rest mode. And so giving yourself that grace and that permission in, in that space, I think would be, I wish I would have had this at, for my 30, 35 year old self to tell myself, okay, this is where you're at and this is your capacity and this is what your plate looks like Rachel your message is like more than solid it's essential it's crucial it's necessary and I hope that if you're able to if you ladies who are here and those watching in the future you're able to um, oh my gosh, if you can tap into her masterclass, if you get the VIP in the masterclass or contact her or whatever coach you find, of course, um, that you feel comfortable with, but obviously Rachel has such kindness, um, in her backstory, but really accessing this kind of, um, resolve, uh, for you. I am in the pre, I'm kind of like pre, uh, not in menopause, but at 45, my cycle is still yet. Um, I would love to connect with, and I have been thinking about my other coach that I worked with so that I could begin to feed my body, um, properly. I had done it in order to get pregnant, but now to maintain what I have, mm -hmm. um, and even maybe stretch out the time just to, um, to understand what that transition looks like in menopause. So, yeah, I tell people, Transitioning through menopause is not optional, but we get to choose how the experience feels and how long it takes and our quality of life after. transition. So right. I hope it, my body, your body's naturally going to transition, but I'm hoping I can show myself kindness by eating the right foods as I do enter into that phase or whatever it is, not just foods, but whatever. All the things. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I refuse to believe that women's lives just end when we all eventually go through menopause. And I, most of my clients, like the majority of my clients fall between ages of 30 and 60. So I have women who are wanting to become pregnant or recovering postpartum or 
like you in perimenopause or we're starting the transition or postmenopausal. So, you know, time is going to pass anyways, and we get to choose how we want to feel and making our health a priority and supporting our hormones has so much impact on not just how we feel today, but also our longevity, our risk of bone breaks as we get older, our ability to maintain muscle mass and maintain our sex drive and not feel like, oh, everybody gains all this weight when they go through menopause. Like those things are optional if you choose to avoid them and have the right support. Mm -hmm. So good. It's so, so good. All right, Rachel. Um, yeah. And having that right, that right um, support in, in that time, like these are the, this is the self-care ladies. This is the self-care in this portion of it, because it really does in so many ways dictate or could, or have an impact on, um, our, our life. All right. So uh, Rachel, you said we could find you on, um, the, you said the website, and then do you have a preference of, uh, social media? Are you an in Instagram gal? Yeah, you can find me at Real Health with Rach everywhere. So my website's realhealthwithrach.com. On social media, I am at Real Health with Rach, and I am most active on Instagram. Um, but you can find me on Facebook or if you're on TikTok, I mean, that's your preferred platform, um, or just even reaching out to me through my website. I'm here to connect and answer any questions that you have and support you in any way that I can. And it's so wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And I I'm, I'm hope that this resonated um, very deeply with all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a chance, stop by the website at lindamendable.com. Sign up for the Blog Cure, which is an awesome, awesome course that I created that will help you set up your blog or take your blog to the next level. And join us over at Monetizing Mompreneurs Facebook group. I just want to say again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.